When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Drama in Cleveland. We got an NBA draft full of drama coming up this week. And, of course, shockingly, we have drama with Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders. This is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Of course, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. And if, and if, you, if you've noticed the difference in, in voice here in the last 30 seconds, then you already know that we are not Canty and Carlin. He is Matt Jones. I am Braden Gall, in for the guys, and just a couple lighthearted topics here on the de- on the show today. Good Wednesday afternoon, Matt. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I spent today trying to avoid congressional hearings. It feels like that's <laughs> on television a lot, but that is impossible uh, with what's going on today. But I do love the NBA draft. It's one of my favorite nights of the year. I love the absurdity of it. I love the suits. I love the happiness. And this year's draft. I think is extremely intriguing. One of the more interesting ones in many years from top to bottom. Yep. I know we're not going to start with that, but I will say draft night, one of my favorite nights in sports. No, it's going to be a great night, and we'll have lots of commentary here this uh, this afternoon about what's coming up again tomorrow evening. Um, you're right. I have not been subpoenaed, Matt, by anybody so far that I know of today. So at, at this point of the day, I can confirm that I have not received any subpoenas, one of the few people in the world apparently, by the U.S., of course, House Oversight Committee because Washington owner Daniel Snyder apparently conducting a shadow investigation of allegations into a toxic work culture and then potentially allegedly working with the NFL to bury all of those findings. This all coming out through the U.S. House Committee investigation into, I don't know, Matt, everything. (laughs) You've got... Uh, you've got years of reports that this has been sort of building up to the, you know, Roger Goodell today testifying uh, about whether or not, you know, the owners can remove Daniel Snyder, something that is a very delicate and, and sticky situation for people that own these football teams. So uh, it, it is, I, I don't know who out there is shocked by anything anymore when they see the name Daniel Snyder and some sort of controversy attached to it. I don't understand why people are shocked, but it sounds like that even this, was alarming for you when you when you read the news today? Well, I mean, I you know I, I'm I'm surprised by some of this. I'm especially surprised by the sort of shadow investigation and at least the allegation that they worked with the NFL to try to suppress it. You know, the NFL is literally almost untouchable as an organization. There's almost nothing that can be done that will really bring it down. They've survived. All kind. I mean, the President of the United States a few years back used his bully pulpit to try to go after the league, and it didn't matter. The league still survived. Everything survives when it comes to the NFL. For people who don't know, the House Committee on Oversight and Reform is basically the committee where they investigate things, whatever it is they want to investigate. And a lot of the kind of Congress people that are the loudest, they like to be on it because it's where you get once every year or two a hearing where you can really pontificate. The Republican leader is actually from Kentucky. It's a guy I know. I wasn't surprised to see him out there yapping today. It's just what they do. That's what this committee is. They need viral content, Matt. they got to get the viral content. (laughs) But Washington is an interest. The 
football team is actually very interesting because they have had so many scandals. Like, you almost have to take a step back sometime and say, which scandal are we actually talking about? And then today, <laughs> another one came out. This thing that in 1999, he, he has uh, allegedly paid a former employee who had made sexual assault allegations uh, against him. The bottom line is this. Roger Goodell has to decide. Well, really not him. He doesn't have the authority. But the NFL owners have to decide, are we done with Daniel Snyder as a negative organization, as a negative part? Because there are 32 NFL teams. 31 of them get pretty much good publicity on a year-long basis. I mean, when do you ever sit and go, you know what? Those well, Seattle Seahawks, I just can't listen to them anymore. For the most part, all of those organizations, even the problems, are football. But Washington is constant, it's never-ending, it, yeah. it, and it's everything imaginable. And so at some point, the owners have to decide, do we want to deal with this? But I thought Dan Graziano made a great point in the lead-up to this. These are old, rich dudes. If there's one thing you learn about old, rich dudes, they don't change, ever. <laughs> and the thing they're most worried about is losing their money. And the thing that makes it hard, Braden, to get rid of Daniel Snyder is they don't want people coming after them. Like, they might not have the same problems as Daniel Snyder, but they have their own problems, and they don't want the world to turn on them, so that's why they take up for Snyder. Yeah, Matt Jones, Braden Gall in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. And I, I, I tend to agree with Graziano and yourself in that you don't want to set up – so, again, the rules are, and Roger Goodell has said this, that you need a three-quarters vote uh, to, and you need a majority of those – you know, you need that number to oust somebody from owning an NFL team. And you do not want to set a precedent – where that, like you said, somebody could come after theirs. Like, now you're messing with my money. And, that, and, that, and that's something that these owners don't want to have to deal with. And, again, to try to lay it out in its simplest form, the, the ne- this particular allegation or this particular s- scandal or controversy with, with Washington, because you said it's, it's been 20 years of this nonsense. I mean, Schottenheimer, Spurrier, Gibbs, Zorn, Shanahan, now on and on down the list, and the contracts they've given out, and that's, that's just on the field, the mistakes he's made when it comes to running this organization. So, again, Bruce Allen loses his job because of all this other stuff that happens with John Gruden and all this, all the emails and this investigation. That is the precursor to all of this. What is happening is Daniel Snyder's trying to blame Bruce Allen for all of it. And I just don't know how anyone with a logical, human, rational brain can look at all of the things that have happened and assume that it was one guy's fault and Daniel Snyder had nothing to do with it. Now, that's just us here on radio. But nobody cares about – nobody knows who Bruce Allen is. I mean, right. I, but Bruce right. Allen, you might as well say, you know, Bruce Moose. Nobody knows who that is. The issue is Daniel Snyder. And what I think – this goes back to what this committee is, Braden. I think the House Committee on Oversight and Reform, like I said, it is full of people who want to have their moment on television. and But it also can do important work. And I think – that committee, especially the Democrats on the committee, they see blood in the water because nobody likes Daniel Snyder. I mean, nobody. Can you name a person who sits there and says, <laughs> you know who I really like? Daniel Snyder. Like Jerry Jones is a controversial guy, but there are people that will take up for him. There are people yeah. that really like him. Who likes Daniel Snyder? I think Daniel Snyder has family members that look at him and say, I wish you were not my family member. I can't, I can't look at you anymore. That's so low. they see blood in the water. It's an easy opponent because it's someone with no support in the country, and I don't think they're stopping. I think they find, they have found someone they can pound, and there's not a lot that can people can take up for them. I think this is just the start of something yeah. we will continue to see.
Well, and let's be very honest. He probably deserves this. Like this is yes. and, 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 and to twist this into a why do we, you know, kind of do what we do as a society, like if they were if they had won three Super Bowls since he took over in nineteen ninety nine, we would not be having these conversations. I hate to say that. I hate to, to, to just call it like it is, but if they if they have three Super Bowl rings Whoever's coaching and all these allegations, uh, we're probably not having the same conversations because the Washington fans wouldn't be as angry as they are today. But their 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 team has been mismanaged, and they don't and even take up for him. They right, don't exactly, even like that. Like exactly. that's the other part of it is like when the Patriots had the whole Deflate Gate and Spygate, the Patriots fans took up for him, so there was at least somebody to ride for. Nobody likes Daniel Snyder, and now. They have this thing about, well, he said he couldn't come to testify because he had to be overseas <laughs> on business. Now they break. know they can subpoena him. Yeah. He will have to come. They will take their pound of flesh. I think at some point the NFL has to decide how much more of this do we want to take for what is probably our worst franchise right now in the league. Matt Jones, Braden Gall here in for the guys, Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And that was some straight talk, but here is the bottom line. When Daniel Snyder's problems start affecting the other 31 owners' money, he will be gone, right? Is it as simple as that? Like, it just, it's, like, how much, you just said it, how much are they willing to put up with until it starts to affect their money? And as soon as it starts to affect their money, that's when we start to see that three-quarters vote take place. I don't know what's going to happen in that vote, though, Matt. If If they did that today or a couple of weeks from now with maybe some more information, I don't, you know, do they all line up and all 31 vote one direction? Does Roger Goodell try to urge them into, hey, we got to get rid of this bad PR? Like, I, that, that to me is the straight talk here, straight talk wireless, no contracts, no compromise, Matt, is when, where is the tipping point for these owners? And I don't think we know what that is. Yet. I think it's how far – okay, so everybody likes to have a scapegoat. Everybody likes to have the person that you can blame it on. Well, I mean, they tried to make Bruce Allen that. I think when the investigation, when we see how much was the NFL involved in trying to protect Daniel Snyder, if we start to see the NFL was very involved, then they're going to cut him loose, right? Then they're going to say, all right, we don't want to get into all that. So let's get rid of him to protect our, to protect the rest of it. And it's not unprecedented to get rid of these guys. I mean, they just did it with the Panthers owner not that long ago, just a few years back. They'll do it in the right circumstance. Yep. But I think, I think they're, they're hesitant here. Because a lot of these issues are issues, you know, you don't think that there's sexual harassment in some of these other teams. You don't think that there are issues here that don't showcase themselves in other places. I think that's what they're worried about. But you know what? If it starts to get into the league and you start to see it sort of connected to Goodell, even Mm -hmm. more specifically, that's when I could see him saying, all right, Daniel, it's been fine. We'll see you later. Because for it it to get to Goodell – right, where he's under pressure, it would have to go through Snyder first and then all the way up to Goodell, and there'd have to be some really damning evidence and some serious allegations. Right now, the NFL's line is that the behavior in Washington was unacceptable, but that it, but the but, but the environment today bears no resemblance to the environment. Then. That's that nonsense. Is, I mean, that's that, nonsense. That is, exactly. That is that's saying, absolute nonsense. I mean, yep. look, they just had Bingo. Jack Del Rio two weeks ago going on and on about, about the January 6th. The atmosphere there is always the same. It's chaos. It's always been chaos. It's been chaos since Daniel Snyder took over. The, when Daniel Snyder bought the team, it was chaos. Just the buy, <laughs> the, the the purchase of it. Right, right. This is what he is, and as long as he's there, chaos will follow. Yeah, and I don't know why anyone is surprised by the common denominator through 22 years of complete and utter chaos. It is Daniel 
Snyder. Uh, all right, Matt Jones, Braden Gall here in for Canty and Carlin. PGA Tour golfers have not been shy voicing their opinions on other PGA Tour golfers defecting to the Live Golf Series, of course. That's been ongoing for a while. Now we'll update you on another instance of that today after this word from Vivid Seats. The 2022 baseball season is in full swing, and if you can, and you can be there to catch all the action live with Vivid Seats. Get out to the ballpark and experience every home run, every web gen, every walk-off. And with Vivid Seats Rewards, you'll start earning free tickets from your very first purchase. Buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th one free. That's like getting 10% back on every single ticket you get. From the box seat to the bleachers, Vivid Seats has you covered with tickets at great prices all summer long. Just Vivid. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. That's that's visit vivid seats, Matt. Visit vivid seats. That's what you got. I haven't given it that much. I mean, I haven't given it that much thought. Really? I, re- <laughs> I mean, I was. I don't understand. I'm like, I legitimately don't get it. I'm tired of the conversations. I'm tired of all this stuff. Brooks Kapka, a four-time major winner, the latest high-profile golfer to leave the PGA Tour for the Live Golf Series. It's the most significant thing that has happened to any major sport structurally in as long as I can remember. I don't know what could be as big. Can't drive a car looking in the rearview mirror, can you? Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. I, I don't know about you, Jonesy. Matt Jones, Braden Gall in here for the guys. I think this Live Tour is one of the most fascinating, like, connections of sports and world news and just drama and the future of a tour like it as greeny said there this is one of the more bizarre structural things that has taken place to a major american sports league and of course you heard brooks kepka there the latest to defect to the liv live series uh saudi backed of course I, I, listen th- this this is a we've seen a lot of these different leagues try this stuff this is different like whether it's NFL football leagues or basketball leagues or, you know, hockey league, there's a lot of people that have tried this stuff. It doesn't really work. This is different because the Saudis have $600 billion to use if they wanted to use this. But this has led to critical news from the PGA Tour. And this amounts to what we thought it was from the beginning, which is the PGA Tour golfers want more, right? The guys on the tour want more. They want more opportunity, more revenue, all these things. And it does seem like, as of right now, that the PGA Tour is clearly listening. Yeah, well, I'll get to. I think that's an important story, but I want to start with 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 uh, with the issue of the current players. You know, everybody listening lives in a neighborhood where, like, somebody on your street, like you know the people on your street, right? Like you know the people you run with, and there may be people you like, but you know deep down they're kind of shady, right? Like you know <laughs> that if you loan them fifty bucks. You're not necessarily going to get that back for a while. You know if they borrow your lawnmower, they're going to keep it until you go take it back from them. Well, that's just life. That's that's how everything is, including professional sp- sports. And sometimes we act like these athletes are, su- are heroes because they're good at a sport. The Live Tour is the great mirror on humanity. Now, I'm just going to ask you for a second. Put aside the morality of the Saudis for a minute. I don't want to argue about that. I have my thoughts. You have yours. I don't, who, sure. don't want to get into it. Let's just say <laughs> you don't want to talk Rory, about 9-11 today. <laughs> well, but Rory McIlroy said today, "Am I surprised about?" He was asked about Brooks Kepka joining. Am I surprised? Yes, because what of what he said previously. I think that's why I'm surprised a lot at a lot of these guys because they say one thing and then they do another, and I don't understand that. And I don't know if that's for legal reasons or if they can't. I have no idea. 
but it's pretty duplicitous on their part to say one thing and then do another. He's exactly right. And what bothers me about Brooks Kepka, DeChambeau, Patrick Reed going, I don't care about those guys. Everything I've seen about those guys, especially DeChambeau and Reed, suggests that they are the worst to be around, that they are, you know, <laughs> to use a term a, a child would use their snot heads. Pa- Patrick, but, Patrick Reed was kicked out of Georgia because his team and his coach Yes, and DeChambeau. <laughs> have you ever thought DeChambeau was even moderately charming? No. <laughs> but what it shows to you is they got up and said one thing, and they knew they were lying, and they said it anyway. Brooks Kepka got up last week and said, you know, I just haven't really thought about it. That is a bold-faced lie. I don't care if you go take the money or not, Brooks. Go for it. I didn't think you were a hero. I thought you were a bro that happened to be good at golf. But you lie. You looked right at us and lied. So for the rest of Brooks's career, I don't care what he does, I'll never believe a word he said. Why would I? He lied. He knew he was lying, and he did it anyway. And that's fine. But, Braden, if you were to ask people on the PGA Tour, Tell me the let's say that before all this happened. Tell me the six guys that are the shadiest on tour. They've all joined the Live Tour. Every <laughs> one of them. Yeah, it's not a surprise. It's Dustin a, Johnson, Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Brooks. They would have all said those guys, and they all went because it's a mirror on who they are. Well, and and even Phil, for as much as and we, even Phil, yes, for as much as we love him, he still is followed by these weird little incidents of insider trading yes. and the like. He's always kind of had that that two sided way, and, and he and the reason he got in trouble that people I try to explain this to people all the time. Like the reason he got in trouble isn't because he took the money, right? Like again, you've talked about it. We we can have long conversations about the morality of taking quote unquote blood money, and we can have that conversation on another channel, but. What Phil did was he said all the quiet stuff out loud. <laughs> and that's no, that's problem. exactly right. I, I almost have I, – I don't want to say respect for Phil. Phil, Phil, you heard my accent there. I have respect for <laughs> Phil. Phil Mickelson, baby. But I do think he was the most honest. He just said – he was like, look, you know what happened in Saudi Arabia? That's kind of bad. But, you know, they're giving a lot of money. And so I'm just going to do that. At least he at least said what it was. I – I don't know that I've ever rolled my eyes more than look at back at Brooks Kepa going, you know, man, I, I play golf. I'm busy. Like, I haven't had time to think about it. When he's – he'd already signed with them, and he knew he had signed well, with when, them. That it, is it, a lie. I don't know why we don't just call it what it yeah. is. It's somebody, a lie. And if somebody calls you with $100 million, you don't forget about the offer. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't spend any time like not thinking about it. What do you do when someone calls Dude, you? Dude, Freddie Coleman offered to buy me dinner, it. and I've thought about it all weekend. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> right, right. Like, don't tell me you haven't thought about it. Like, I agree. Now, again, is the lying worse than taking the blood money? Again, totally different conversation that we can have at a different. I think the important thing is. The, we know the PGA Tour's motives, which actually technically is the moral high ground in this situation too. Their motives is protect their their business and protect their bottom line and keep their players in their in their tour. And even if that does line up with what we think, quote unquote, might be the right thing to do, it, it, their motives are financially driven. And so they have stepped up their game. And there are reports now that potentially, you know, six, seven, eight more tour events that are essentially ripoffs of the Live Tour. But good, that's injected good. into the PGA Tour to solve this problem for golfers. What they have done, if they do this, is they've basically cut the faucet off and no one else is going to go. And I think the biggest problem the Live Tour has, and we're going to get to it later, their tournaments are meaningless. Their tournaments are absolutely meaningless. You don't – I challenge people right now. I will take you to dinner if you can off the top of your head tell me who came in second at the first Live Tour event. 
There's not one person listening to this show in America who could tell me who came in second in the first Live Tour event. And the reason is, it doesn't matter. And by making these events, they've taken the one thing the Live Tour had, which was money, and now they're trying to match it, and the Live Tour can't can't compete in that circumstance. D- tell, tell me where it was. I want one person to tell me where it happened. Well, I know the answer to I that. Mean, I know, it was too, in London. but like, I know where it was. But, I mean, you, you get my point. And, and again, I, I think – what was happening is Braden, do you know who came in second? I have no clue who came in second. Don't care. Anybody know? Devin, you know who came in second? <laughs> you gotta turn your mic on uh, there, Brad. If Devin's so excited about the live tour he didn't even have his mic on. But <laughs> no, I, no shot. I have no idea. Yeah, it was but, like Henny Duplessis. And I don't even know how to pronounce his sure, name. Sure, but whatever. that's who came in second. I, I think again, as people who love golf for the majors and for like the big events and the Ryder Cup, like me who watch like eight events a year. I'm a big fan those eight times, but not the other times. Like, I, I have a reason to watch that event. You cannot split that interest for me. You're never going to find me splitting that interest and watching two different tours for no real traditional reason whatsoever. Uh, Matt Jones, Braden Gall in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. Rob Gronkowski has retired again. Will it be for real this time? We'll ask RG3 what he thinks next. This is Canty and Carlin. Braden Gall, Matt Jones filling in for the guys on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Gronkowski has retired. Again, maybe. Welcome to Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. His name is Matt Jones. My name is Braden Gall, in for the guys here on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. And joining us, of course, uh, on the program this afternoon, Robert Griffin the third ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, Robert, welcome to the show. First of all, uh, do you believe that, Robert, or that, that uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to stay retired? And then second part of this question is, can you try to explain to people what a dynamic tight end does to the quarterback position in the NFL and, and how that offense can run? Well, guys, I'll, I'll make it very simple for you. No, I don't think he's going to stay retired. I think he'll be <laughs> back later in the year. Um, I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but I did say earlier today on Get Up and again on this just in that I'm going to jump in the East River uh, if Gronk doesn't come back. That's how confident I am that he will. <laughs> oh, nice. The East playing. River. Now, that's that's dirty. That's, that's bad water. Yes, Are you sure? Yes. Listen, I know if I jump in the East River, I might grow a couple inches. You know, I might grow a fourth toe. Or you might. But at the, at the end of the day, you got you to gotta stand behind your word. And you ask about, like, what does a dynamic tight end do for a quarterback? It's not just that Gronk is a dynamic tight end. He's the greatest tight end of all time. He can run. He can stretch the field. He makes the, the tough catches. He's got a wide catch radius. 
And the bottom line is he blocks. He's the best blocker of all the guys that have ever been talked about as the greatest tight end of all time. Talking about Tony Gonzalez, Antonio Gates, Shannon Sharps, the Kellen Winslows, the Ozzie Newsoms, right? So when you're a quarterback and you have a guy like Gronk who's a big, tall guy, physical, and you can make throws, I can, I can promise you right now, Tom Brady made some throws in his career to Gronk that he, had, he thought he had no chance to catch, and he still came away with that play. Uh, I, I just remember how Tom Brady and Gronkowski revolutionized the game when it came to the play action over the middle shots that him and Gronk did routinely every single week. So it opens things up for the rest of the team when the defense is having to focus in on the middle of the field when you have a, a dynamic tight end a la Travis Kelsey uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's what Gronk has been for Brady for so long, and they really help in the red zone, and the numbers back that up. Yeah, I think uh, Gronk is like going, trying to challenge Ric Flair for most retirements in a career. That's what I think he's trying to do. <laughs> but I like him. You know, Ric Flair, I'm always excited when he comes back. I think he's actually coming back this weekend again, so why not? Uh, uh, Robert, I feel like I've asked you this question now on three or four different shows over the last month, but every time you come on, there's a new thing. You were in Washington. You saw what happened today. Does any of this surprise you? I mean, you 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 were in it much more than we have have been. You know that culture, the whole thing. When you saw what came out today in the congressional hearing, were you surprised? No, I wasn't surprised. Uh, you know, this has been a longstanding thing with the Washington Commanders. Now, uh, the thing I feel most um, should I say bad about, aside from the workplace environment, aside from the, the victims uh, of what happened there is the players in that locker room are constantly having to deal with distractions yep. that are not caused by them. Right. So when they just, they show up to work, you know, they're there just so they don't get fined. They're trying to win a championship. There just seems to be something uh, that's always coming up one after the other. And now the team is being investigated by, by, by the Congress. Uh, and this is not going away. Right. I think Dan Snyder just got subpoenaed to come in and testify. So this is something that's not going away for them. And, and I just feel like the team has made uh, some changes over the past couple of years to try to clean up their, their workplace environment and, and do the right thing by the players and, and the people who work there. And they're just constantly being slapped in the face with stuff that happened, you know, egregious stuff that happened in the past. And there's no way of getting away from it. Uh, they're just going to have to continue uh, to, to face this. So I was not surprised about what, what happened. Uh, I just feel sorry for the victims uh, and the players and the people who work for the organization now having to still answer these questions and deal with it. I'm sure you've answered this question before, but I, I don't know that I've heard your answer. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but when you were there, did it feel dysfunctional or is it one of those things that you didn't realize it was dysfunctional until you left? Yeah, I mean, you just hit the nail on the head there. Uh, a lot of this stuff that you're hearing about coming out happened before I even stepped foot in Washington, D.C., or should I say Ashburn, Virginia, because Washington actually doesn't play in Washington. They practice in Virginia and, and play in Maryland. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but to answer your question about uh, did I know it? No, I didn't. When I first got there, I didn't know that there was a power struggle between the owner and the head coach about drafting me. I didn't know that there was a power struggle about decision-making and, and who was going to make the decisions and who was going to be the GM uh, and I also didn't know about all this other stuff happening behind the scenes. So uh, once you leave, I left that environment in 2016, I believe, in March 2016. And then you look back upon everything that was going on, 
yeah, now you can see see clearly. Hindsight is twenty twenty, and I understand how dysfunctional it was now, but at the time in the thick of it, just like some of these other players, until this stuff is actually brought to the forefront, they just think they're playing football for the Washington uh, Commanders and, and living out their, their childhood dream. Uh, I don't think any of them dreamed of, of playing for a team that's that's under this much controversy. And I wouldn't even call it controversy, just with, with such a, a black eye on the, on the organization and the whole NFL. Robert Griffin III, ESPN NFL analyst, former NFL quarterback, joining us here on Canty and Carlin, Matt Jones and Braden Gall. And do you have any memories at all of the first time you, you met Dan Snyder? Anything stand out about that meeting? Um, you know, when I, when I first got to D.C., uh, there was a lot of discussion um, about Dan being, uh, you know, really good friends with Jerry Jones. And we all know that Jerry Jones is a guy that likes to be hands-on uh, in his approach with his team and the decisions that are made. And I heard all these stories about how that was, that was who Dan was and that's what he did. And, and uh, when I got there, he was, wasn't there. Guys, he, he just wasn't there. He, he never came to practice. He wasn't in the building. Uh, and I don't know if it was maybe like a, a, a full 180 to go the opposite way, but he just didn't have that kind of uh, pull or authority over the team to the point where he was making those decisions or anyone could really go to him and try to have him vouch for them. Because uh, I know there was a situation with Clinton Portis and before I got there that he went to Dan and Dan overruled the head coach. But that wasn't happening when I got there. And it didn't happen the whole time I was there. So I didn't get to see that. So a lot of the dysfunction I didn't get to see with my own experiences, but I did hear about it. Uh, and, and a lot of guys were, were talking about that, you know, pretty, pretty frequently in the locker room. All right, I want to give you one last question. It's not even football. I – have ended up in the last few months driving between Dallas and Austin a lot. And it takes you right through Waco. And I'm still trying to find something in Waco because it's a good halfway point, uh, Robert. And I don't know what to do in Waco. Every time I pull off in Waco, I'm not, I can't figure, tell me something positive to do or eat or something in Waco. Because right now I'm just not having positive Waco energy. Right. I listen. Okay. First of all, we got to stop that. You need to have positive Waco energy. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So I'm gonna got to have positive energy. If you're traveling by yourself, you got to go to Vtex. Vtex Barbecue, one of the best in the city. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard about a, a place called Rudy's. Rudy's also has great barbecue there in Waco. They do a phenomenal job. And then. If you're into, you know, the fixer-upper deal or, you, or you're with your significant <laughs> other, you got to go to Magnolia in Waco. Yeah, I'm not uh, doing all that. I'm not good. doing all the right. HGTV. <laughs> so so Vtex and go. Rudy's, so, is that right? Vtex and, Rudy, and Rudy's is where it's at. And then you got to go check out the campus because, honestly, that's the most beautiful place in all of Waco. Yeah, I did Baylor that. University Let me just say this. I did that of all the campuses I've been to, Robert, and I say this with love because I love to watch you play there. Of all the campuses I've been to, it's one of them. That's all I'm going to say about it. I don't oh, know that I can, about it. So, that's ice so cold. I can't, I can't let you go. I can't let you go until we get you one more food place, the place I love called George's. So Rudy's, George's, and VTEX. Go check out those three on your midway stop between where you're going, and I promise you you won't be disappointed. I'm doing that for you, and then I'll let you know how it goes, all right? right. <laughs> all right. Robert Griffin III joining us here on ESPN Radio. I promise. Thank you for your time, Robert. I promise the next time you join us, we will not insult your, your college campus next time. I didn't okay? insult. I, I was trying to get positive Waco energy, and he gave it to me. <laughs> Thank you, Robert.
Um, hey, great kolaches right there down that I-35 corridor, right? Big Czech uh, population in there that, that uh, brings some great some great bacon and some great food to that Texas barbecue. I don't even know what you just right said. There. I don't exactly. know what a kolache is. Oh, it you don't know what a wonderful. kolache is? See, no. where's Robert? I need Bob. I need Bob to get back on the line here and, and, and vouch for my The only thing I ever see between Dallas Texas. and Austin is about six Buckies, and if you have a Buckies in Texas, people lose their freaking minds for a Buckies <laughs> like they've never seen a gas station before. I think that some kolaches might be in those, those gas stations. Matt Jones, Braden Gall here in for Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app as well. The NBA draft is tomorrow night. How good is the top of this year's draft class? We'll examine that next. This is Canty and Carlin, Braden Gall, and Matt Jones in on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Oklahoma Sooners up 4 nothing currently on Texas A&M out in Omaha on ESPN, of course. The College World Series, the Texas A&M Aggies facing elimination, so if they don't come back here bottom of the fifth, down 4 nothing, Oklahoma will advance to the final. Matt Jones, Braden Gall here on ESPN Radio. And I, we want you guys to get involved. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. I don't know how many times, or if at all, Jones, you've had a chance to go out to the College World Series. I've been three or four times. I've been to the old Rosenblatt. I've been to the new stadium. Uh, it, it is Americana personified in a sporting event. And while I've been to... I've been lucky enough to go to as many events in sports as there really are, Super Bowls, Stanley Cup Final, whatever. Uh, I'm not sure any of them are as undervalued as going to Omaha and going to the College World Series. It is cold beer, baseball, families, uh, just the absolute epitome of Americana. I, I think it's the most underrated sporting event in the, in the landscape today, not just because it's happening right now. Uh, your your most underrated sporting events that you've ever been to. What, what what do you got on the list that would surprise some people? First of all, respectfully disagree. Uh, I've been to the College World Series. Uh, I think it is really boring. First wow. of all, all these games all these games take four and a half hours. Somebody has got to tell college baseball. You know what? Let's speed this thing up a little bit. Like it just goes on and on and on. And as far as Omaha. I don't care how great the College World Series is. If it's in Omaha, I do not want to be there. There's no moment where I'm like, you know where I would like to go when it's 900 degrees? Nebraska. That's where. So I went out there. I spent like five days. It was fine, but they're still playing baseball. And at the end of the day, there's only so much excitement you could have for that. The best sporting event I've ever been to, by far, and it has, and it, it's not underrated. It's just everyone listening should go to one before you die is the Ryder Cup. The, the Ryder Cup, in terms of excitement, the team aspect of golf, the patriotism, all the cool people that come from Europe and dress up, they had it here in Louisville, and so I was able to go. But I'm going to go to one in Europe when I can. The Ryder Cup, to me, is the best sporting event that I'm, don't, I think most listeners haven't been to that I would make it a, a priority to try to go to. Skip Omaha, go to the Ryder Cup. 
I think there's, I think there's, it's undervalued when you start talking about greatest sporting events to go to, right? You talk about Super Bowls and you know all these things. I think Ryder Cup is under because the Masters takes the the cake when it comes to where you're supposed to go as a golf fan. Man, you got to poo poo all over the College World Series, man. It's Omaha. To, it's, it's known for insurance. It's, the, it's known for its red meat, and if you like a great steak, the College. The World nicest Series hotel is a casino. Go. And it's not even a particularly nice casino. Oklahoma up 4 nothing on Texas A&M. Get on the phone lines. Most underrated sporting event to attend is what? That's next here on ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Stand by my Omaha take. I stand by. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I didn't even bring Get up the worst here. part of Omaha. Oh, stop it with this Omaha slander. Oh, it's stop terrible. It. The referee that sued me and lost three times is from Omaha, and, this and that's why. Per- this sounds personal, Matt. No, it's Matt not Jones. personal. I just look. If if I were like, let's Matt, say Matt you Jones were trying to on figure, ESPN Radio. <laughs> let's say you were trying to figure out where you and your family were going to vacation. Would you say let's go to Wichita? Man, things are great there. Omaha. I, honestly, Wichita makes is is you know, Omaha makes Wichita look like Paris, France. I'm telling you, you don't want to go to Omaha. The College World Series is fine, but in terms of sporting events, there are a million better things I, to go I see. I did in not say, I, Braden Gall, Matt Jones, in for Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio. I did not say I wanted to take my family to vacation there. That's a different subject altogether. You said it was That's Americana totally, personified. It, it is. It is. And this is because you are clearly – you just have a bad attitude. And you don't like baseball. And that's fine. If you, don't, you don't have to love baseball. I just appreciate a cold beer, a hot dog, sitting eating a nice steak that night, dinner after the game. The, the way they open up their arms, the communal sort of camaraderie that comes about with this event. I've been to a million major sporting events that are corporate as, the, as anything in the world. It's stale. It's all highfalutin nonsense. But you go to Omaha, and it is people who are grassroots who love the product. They love baseball. They love the sport. They relish the fact that this is what comes to their city every single year. It is almost more about that than anything else. I am not suggesting I want to take my wife and two daughters to Omaha in the middle of February and just, like, hang out at the Shifetz Arena. That's not what I want to do. Omaha is the Burger King of cities. Like, I don't know. If you, there has to be a better option at any moment than doing that. I always wonder, like, what is the moment in life that you decide you want to go to Burger King? I have the same thought about Omaha. What is the moment <laughs> – where you say, I want to go to Omaha. Look, what people need to understand is you're a Vandy fan, and you like the college. I'm a Vandy world. fan? That's what I'm on. I'm on just, you live in Nashville. I went to so another SEC school. Yeah, but you like Vandy. That's why you go to the college. <laughs> Listen, if your team is playing, if your team is playing, I can understand being excited. So if you're an Ole Miss fan right now and you go, I can see why it's fun. But the, the College World Series, 
I'm just saying, first of all, Ugh. try to make the game shorter, people. Like, I, agree I, turn with that. It, I agree with you on that. I turn I it on. I have turned it on all week. It's a six, 16 week event, apparently. And every time I turn it on, somebody is winning 17 to 2. And there comes a point where they got to make these games shorter or make them close. I'm not sure one game in this College World Series has been within five yeah. runs. I, I, so my alma mater has never been to the College World Series since I've any of the times that I've I've. Who's gone. your alma mater? Uh, Where'd you go? It's, it's another school in the SEC that was number one in the nation all year, and then uh, oh, you were wet, a Tennessee and then, fan. And then wet, and then wet, oh, wet the bed. that explains a they, lot. They wet yes. their bed. No, I love the event purely objectively as a sports fan who grew up loving baseball. And if you do any of that, and you you want to go hang out in a great place to eat great steaks, you go to Omaha. You like to eat at Burger King too, don't you? Oh God, get out of here with that. Quit putting words Burger in my King mouth. Fan. Matt Jones, just brain golf, just flame broil, just like Brooks Kepka. Fans have the <laughs> NBA draft. Is it the most overrated, underrated? We'll do the first round next, right here on ESPN Radio.